Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. Do me a favor, send me a text, 208-213-8809, and hop in my community, and uh, let's connect. I'm having a, a ton of fun meeting newer agents out there, answering questions, giving some advice, sending out resources and tips and tricks of things that I've learned from growing my agency over the past 16 years. Um, it's super fun. 208-213-8809. Also, check out my master class you want an in-depth training to accelerate your career, go to agencylaunch.net. All right, so I didn't expect to do an episode today, but I had something happen I wanted to share with you. This is some advice I would give you. So I'm working on a commercial account, a commercial um, auto account, and uh, this is somebody that has come to me looking for a quote. I've built the relationship. I've laid the foundation. They are not happy with where they're at, and they're coming to me. So I quoted everything up. Um, the pricing comes out. Not sure how your company works with pricing for commercial, but generally uh, we need to ask if we want it lower, right? So the more information you get, the better. And so I get loss runs and I submit those and I tell them that this is going to be a good account for us for a number of reasons. You know, they are in an industry that's good for us. They know people in the industry. They can refer to us. They have large projects that they can bring to us. They're already a client, all this stuff, right? So uh, my original quote started in at like twenty five. It came in at like twenty five thousand dollars, and I asked him all this stuff. Or I put in all this information, and it came back. Bang! He got it down to under eighteen, like seventeen five, which isn't much higher than he's paying now. And I think I can close this. But there was a caveat, as there often is. One of the employees, actually the owner of the company, has a license from Puerto Rico. He said, and my underwriter came back and said, I cannot write this. He has to get an Idaho license. I mean, it was a hard no. All right. It wasn't, you know what? This is a little unique. Let me let me make sure. No, it was a no. So I was like, you know what? That sucks. I mean, this guy, I don't know his entire story. I know that he's doing well. My, the business owner has multiple businesses. He has multiple properties. Uh, he has a he's a resident of Puerto Rico for a reason. That's none of my business. I'm guessing it's financial. Um, but so so I had to do some due diligence, and I was I was like, all right, that's enough. So so I start calling in the cavalry. Right, I call. Uh, I, I immediately. This underwriter was out of the office, so it's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go to the supervisor, and I emailed the supervisor, who I've known for years, and I was like, hey, uh, will you look at this quote? I got someone with a Puerto Rican license on here, the owner, and uh, tell me that we can't write it. How about we find a way to get this done? This is some good premium, you know. For everybody wins with this, okay? How about we? How about you help me out with this? And she came back. No, <laughs> can't write. I mean, another hard no, right? I was like. She said, can't can't do it. He's not legally driving here in the states with a license like that. I was like, God, Puerto Rico. This is different. Like if it was North Korean, you know, I'd understand. If he had a North Korean license, you know, or or, or something like that, I'd be like, Yeah, that makes sense. You know, we don't want. We probably can't. They probably can't legally drive here. But but this is a U.S. territory, right? And so I start. What do you do? You go to. I go right to Google. Can you drive legally with a Puerto Rican license? I'm getting enough information that's saying. Uh, yeah, you can drive with a Puerto Rican license. Now, I'm not going to take a Google search and use that as my, you know, proof. I'm like, look, you know, answers.com told me I can't. No, so so I have enough that I go and call my Department of Motor Vehicles. 
you know, they're the ones that issue the driver's license numbers and driver's licenses here in Idaho. And so I call them up and get a hold of someone who was very knowledgeable. I said, hey, my name's Matt. I'm an insurance agent here in town. I'm trying to help out a client. This client has a Puerto Rican license. You know, can they legally drive here in the United States? Yes. <laughs> yes, they can. You know, I was like, all right, well, that's really all I needed to know. Appreciate that. So I go back and I fire off an email to my you know, underwriting supervisor. I said, gosh, you know, I just talked to the Idaho, you know, Department of Motor Vehicles and, and they're telling me that he can legally drive here in the United States with that license, you know, and whoops, send it away. You know, on, like an hour later, I get the email back here. I'll read it to you. Where'd it go? Because I'm going to keep this and frame it. Oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Good news. I guess that you can put Puerto Rico in as a driver. So there you go. So the, the lesson here is, you know, our underwriting team, um, we want to work as collaborative, collaboratively as possible with them. And when they tell you no, it's okay to fight for this risk, okay, in a professional Manner why we have to state it. The more information that you bring to an underwriter, the more that they can soften up. The more that they can understand the risk. The more that they can, un they're likely to approve it. Okay. Now I've lost these battles before. I've gone tooth and nail over some of this stuff. You know, um, sometimes common sense. Uh, we get lost in the weeds, and common <laughs> common sense isn't necessarily, you know right in front of us but like this was a good risk for us for a lot of reasons you know we write commercial auto we should do well with fleets um this is somebody who's embedded in the community here that can send us business in the future i have loss runs showing there's only like a couple of minor claims you know this is a good risk for us and i've stated my case are we going to get hung up because one person has a has a license that allows him to legally drive here anyway. So I did my due diligence and I did my research. If, if the Department of Motor Vehicles said, no, he can't drive here with that, you know, then I have a different, I have a different problem to solve, right? I've got to go to this guy and be like, you're driving illegally here, buddy. Um, I know your current carrier doesn't know that you have a Puerto Rican license because it shows on, on your policy, which I have. It shows that they think you have an Idaho license, but you're driving here illegally. You know, um, I would recommend, you know, you go out and get an Idaho license and please tell me when you do, you know, because I, I, I can't write it. it. That would have been a hard no. But in this case, uh, you know, you have to gather your information, do your best to work with your underwriters. I don't like to go over my underwriter's head, but I will if I feel, feel strongly enough that this is a risk that we should take. At the same time, our underwriters know information that we don't know, okay? And there are times where we have to concede and be like, well, I guess there's a reason we can't ensure this welding company, you know, who's decided to, you know, hang their shingle next to a gas station. You know, I guess that makes sense, you know, but, but um, what I'm saying is you don't necessarily have to take no. You just have to do your due diligence. You're the first underwriter, okay? You're the one that's, that's gathering all the information and stating your case. They're the ones that have the ultimate say, but we need to work collaboratively, you know, to come to an agreement that they're the ones that agree that this is a good risk or not, and they're going to price for it, okay? So whenever I submit 
a price comes in, I always try and get it lower. I state a case and you know, we have a conversation about it. So that's my advice to you. Don't take no, don't even take your first no. I, I got told no twice on this and I was able to gather enough information to turn it into a yes. This is the mark of of a good salesperson, you guys. This is this isn't just something getting approved. This is how you're going to sell your policies out in the field, you know. This is how you you can't take your first no. When I worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, I was trained to take three no's when selling their damage waiver, okay? I I had to be told no three times before I stopped, and I sold more. I sold a ton, okay? So anyway, don't take no, you know? But continue to be professional, do your due diligence, and get your stuff written. All right, that's my story. That's my advice. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt. This is Agency Launch. You can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dietz Agency. Send me a text, 208-213-8809. One other thing. Um, If you haven't used BombBomb yet, you need to get in on this. It is a video email tool that will help you get your emails opened um, and it will help you build deeper relationships with your current clients. It's an incredible tool, something I've been using for a couple of years. And if you go to agencylaunch.net, I'm going to teach you how to use it for free. Okay. So I got a free course on there. Go to my courses. All the way at the bottom, you're going to find a course that says seven ways I use BombBomb in my agency. I've got a code for you today to get it for free. Bomb Bomb is the bomb. So go get that course, get it for free, and start using Bomb Bomb in your agency. Uh, it's only going to help you write more business, get noticed, and, uh, can, and and build deeper relationships with your clients. So there you go. That's all I got for you today. Again, I'm Matt. This is Agency Launch. Let's go sell some stuff. Keep up the good work.